This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Your host, Brock and James. You're always Rebel Scum. Rebel Scum indeed, Brock. Boom. Not much. What's up with you? You seem to be on an ice planet right now. I'm on Hoth. I uh, mm. I got yeah. I was lured here by the smell of tauntauns, and uh, I like the smell. And I didn't know we could do virtual <laughs> backdrops for those watching on the YouTubes. I got a yeah. virtual backdrop of Hoth. I had no idea this was a thing. It is, here's the thing: I'm in between rooms. I've got an office set up, but it's right across from where uh, my wife and baby are sleeping right now, so I can't be in there. So I have to. <laughs> I was like, oh, day one in there. Mm. Can't happen. So I'm here uh, in the dining room on Hoth. Beautiful Hoth. There's my Tauntaun. One, that side right there. There's Tauntaun Joe. Brock, how are you doing? You having any uh, and or withdrawal at all? No, because uh, I've uh, comfortably moved on to Willow. You know, granted, that's not a Star Wars property. It's a Lucasfilm property, so it's adjacent. And, you know, whatever keeps you on Disney Plus is all good. So, so it's in. Yeah, enjoy. It's the best. I, um, what was I going to say? gonna say willow i've noticed a lot of star wars fans have kind of like flocked to willow i guess because of the yeah. lucasfilm connection uh, i haven't seen it yet aaron is a massive willow fan she's made me watch the movie dozens of times with her because she it's one of the movies that she loves and she will rewatch. we haven't seen the show yet i think because mm. it's a series and you can she's she's a binge she's sleeping but she's a binge watcher like she doesn't really care for the weekly stuff i'm I, you know how i am but I'll, I'll watch that with her. I still haven't watched the Santa Claus either, the show, the Santa Claus. i got to get in on that. I'm very excited for that. I believe it's going to win all the Emmy Awards for everything. I never, I haven't heard anyone talk about it. I'm guessing it's for kids, and I'm all in on that. I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, finally. I saw it last week. Did you Have you seen the Guardians of the Galaxy? Christmas no, I was just special? saying to Reham we should watch some Christmas movies soon, but uh, I haven't watched that one yet. It's uh, it you know, it, it's it's good. It's very enjoyable. It's very Guardians. But what I liked about it, Brock, was I don't know if you remember, like I guess the '90s, '80s probably did too, but the '90s mostly when you would watch, you'd watch like a, a Christmas special of like your favorite like show or movie, and it would be like what you love, 
but set at Christmas. And it was just kind of like weird. That's how it felt. It felt like Guardians of the Galaxy, but at Christmas. And it really did feel like a spinoff. More from like the 90s. It was very enjoyable. The song, I don't know what Christmas is. Uh, Heidi, I am in Canada. I don't know what Christmas is, is the opening song. And it debuted at number four on the holiday charts, the Billboard holiday charts. It was number four. I don't know what the first three were. My guess would be Mariah Carey. It's probably one and two. And then like Kelly Clarkson, like three is what I would I would guess. But uh, anyway, I, I recommend it. It's, it's very, very enjoyable. Nice. I will watch it soon. I thought, you know, it's like I get it. It's uh, sad to mark with Guardians content. But I think some people are confused. It's like when they saw the trailer for Guardians 3, they're like, but isn't that already on Disney Plus? Like, no, that's the Christmas special. It's just like it's all caught at the same time for whatever. Um, they shot them all. <laughs> they shot them together, like Lord of the Rings. Like they shot like one big thing. Smart. Yeah, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time I see a picture of uh, Dave Bautista, uh, just he does not want to not wear a shirt. <laughs> like it's just like you can tell he's done with the character. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's a, yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, is he fifty something, and he has to wear all that makeup? I I don't yeah. blame him at this point. Yeah, and stay he, in shape. He, he's on the run. <laughs> yeah, well, that you know, might be ingrained in him though. It's, it's all that. Hi, Dale. And uh, yeah, Heidi, like you said, I am in Canada. If you look behind, that is a Tauntaun. That's my pet. Tauntaun. I don't know if I said it when we said this or not. It's Joe. His name is Joe. I've heard uh, Violent Night Brock is very good. I've heard Andrew Fantasia told me I'll absolutely love Violent Night. All right. So, so Andor See, is over. Yeah. Yeah. The no, no. Let's say Violent Night. I'm like, I would watch that just because of Dave Harbour and I love Stranger Things. That's all I wanted to say on that. Yeah, no, because it's not, like, I love Christmas movies. Everyone knows I lo- I'm i obsessed with, like, Christmas movies, but that one's one, like, it's like Santa's Slay and Fat Man. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But Fantasia was like, James, you're going to love it. It's more Christmas cheer than you're expecting. Like, so I don't know what, I don't really know <laughs> what to expect from it. I watched Fat Man finally. It's, what, two years old? I finally watched that in, like, October, early November. Sometimes I'm like, ah, whatever, I'll put it on. It was pretty good. I mean, you know, it is yeah. what it is. I'm one of those people, though, that like no. when people are like, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I'm like, you can watch Die Hard at Christmas. I'm going to watch it in June and still love it. That's, <laughs> that's what I am with that yeah. one. But let's go on with um, Star Wars, which is why we're here. Did you see it just mm-hmm. dropped today? Ah! It just dropped today. <laughs> Gonna knock it out of my ear. It just dropped the set pictures from the act the ac- acolyte acolyte. Did you see the set pictures? I'm seeing you nod, so I'm gonna keep saying it until you say something. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to finish talking. Like it, I was like, you know me, I'm not big on pictures, but like this, this is like like awesome. I was this early my <laughs> hello Penny. you cut out so i don't know if it's me or you so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna... look i didn't want to see those pictures Am I at back? all and then i you're back i didn't want to see those pictures at I'm... all and then i i don't know if it's you or me though we need something we need hide or dale to tell us I, yeah. I didn't want to see the pictures because I don't really like to be spoiled, but I looked at the pictures and I got to be honest with you. It looks very Star Wars. 
and I'm still, you know, we talked about this with Pete on Thanksgiving. I'm kind of curious what the tone's going to be. Are they going to go more on that Andor tone, or are they going to go more like the Mandalorian, to, you know, the more Star Wars standard tone? And that's what I'm most curious about because, like, the Andor tone with these types of characters, I, I really, I, I'm, I'm jonesing for that at this point in time because I loved Andor, but I'm like, but there, but where's like, do that. And then do that with the Muppets. Do you know what I mean? With the Star Wars Muppet characters. Like, see, like start pushing in that direction. And I'm curious, I'm curious, and that's not a knock on Endor or Mandalorian or whatever. I'm just saying. I'm curious if Acolyte's going to take us there. Yeah, I don't know what you said. That it came in on Muppets. I had no clue. So I really can't comment. I think it's, uh, I know, I think it's uh, because I opened another website because I was going to try to share my screen to show those pictures. But I think because that website Are you on Google has Chrome? a video, that's what's slowing it down. So, Of course I'm on Google Chrome. Why aren't you using Google Chrome? Yeah. Like, get out of here. Oh, should I I am using Google Chrome. Safari? but the, the, No, no, the problem with, <laughs> I use Google Chrome too, but the problem is it uses too much RAM or something. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. You have to use Firefox. Yeah, ever Mozilla since COVID, Firefox. yeah, we're all, we're all like, we all genius, know. No, this Firefox. is actually, to be honest, that like Google Chrome information is something I learned uh, many years ago when we first started putting videos on YouTube, and I was trying to figure. out. Remember my old Mac? They couldn't handle live stuff mm -hmm. for a while. It was uh, that's yeah. when I started learning about Google Chrome. Anyways, accolades, memories. Like, no, yeah, like those pictures Chrome. are the... rad. Oh my god! Like... <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, the picture from Acolyte. Like, I don't usually get excited about those those kind of like leaked photos, but man, like, the stuff they're delivering is like, wow. Like, you can't tell, tell me someone like, yet. Yeah, no, I'm gonna sneak into the site and and uh pictures like like that it's they're like way too good there's like there's no one trying to hide what they're dressed up as but like it looks awesome like I, i'm super excited and it's like wow look, so many jedi which is like why are you so shocked it's during a period where the jedi are like flourishing so i i you know what i find funny is when people are upset that jedi are in star wars now have you noticed that People get like, I like, like prefer Star Wars without Jedi. I'm like, maybe you should watch Star Trek. I don't, I don't know why. Like, I love Andor too. Don't get me wrong, but like, Jedi yeah. are kind of a staple to Star Wars. I don't understand why. Like, somebody was complaining about like Luke Skywalker showing up in Mandalorian. I'm like, yeah, but it's Star Wars. Like, Star Wars is still his story. Like, you can eventually they'll move on from Luke Skywalker. But at this point in time, I mean, he's kind of been the focal point for a while. You know, it's, he's Luke Skywalker. He's the face of Star Wars. I mean, not marketing. You got Vader and Darth Maul and Rey. But it's Luke. Like, shut up. This is Star If you don't like Star Wars, don't watch Star Wars. This is what it is. You can like certain aspects of it. Like Andor, I didn't think Andor needed a Jedi or a lightsaber. But that doesn't stop Star Wars from being about Jedi and lightsabers. <laughs> You know, like this, this is part. This is just yeah. a different story. That's all. Yeah, no, it looks awesome. Um, it's uh, Daphne Keene doesn't even look recognizable. I mean, granted, she's an fully adult now, so it's like, but with the makeup on, where she's like a Zabrak, or yeah. I think, and like I was just like, whoa, that's awesome. And I think 
all the High Republic fans are excited because we see a Wookiee, a Jedi Wookiee. We're like, is it Buryaga from the, the books, which is totally possible because he's young, younger. The books have been out or they're supposed to be 200 years in the in the, in the the past. So it's like, oh, yeah. he could be a full-fledged Jedi at this point. Older looking. So we're going to get a, a lot of Wookie that so that's awesome. Were you surprised at all with the like Wookie and Zabrak and things like that that you saw? Like, were you expecting that those kind of characters in the Acolyte? I was up for anything. Uh, the thing I was surprised about was like, uh, the younger that's from like that wig looks terrible. <laughs> Uh, it's a big curly brown wig. I'm like, yikes. Uh, but no, like, I if you read the books, it's the Jedi are, are a massive group and it's different races. So I'm like, this is awesome. And for, for it to be a mixture, like, oof, or at least one of our main cast, like, that's awesome. Yeah, well, we'll see how the wig photographs. That's really what it is. Like, we saw someone's pictures on, like, a cell phone at this point. Which, again, like you said, these pictures were amazing. The characters look cool. They're Jedi Jedi in robes at the height of the Jedi. I guess the prequels were technically the height. But we're there at the height, whatever. Just give us a behind-the-scenes picture. Like, an actual picture right now. I don't know why, like, they have to give us these leaked crap. Like... If it's going to leak, and you and like you always say, Disney 100% or Lucasfilm 100% leak these images. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt about it. Just hire someone and show me a picture of it right now. Like, a nice high-res picture. It Like, honestly, the main character, it's a dude in a robe. Like, come on. Like, it's not giving anything away. It's not like he's Garth Maul under there or Kylo Ren. Like, it's like it's a dude in a robe. You could show me the picture. It's not going to spoil anything. I... I and look, I love when they hide things like, like obviously Grogu and Luke Skywalker, and and uh, well, they've hidden some stuff previously. But at the same time, like sometimes you don't need to hide it. Like Vader didn't need to be hidden from Obi Wan Kenobi. Not that he was, but you know, I'm just using that as an example. Sometimes just show us. And I think if you come out and you give us some set pictures now, uh, you know, we maybe I won't have to read the leaks about how somebody is playing something and it's gonna piss me off eventually. Durr. <laughs> yeah no i was i'm like it, i forget that they're shooting this movie so it's like oh wow stuff so like this is great so if they're shooting now then we shouldn't expect this till 2024 then or late 2023 i don't know how this all works what six this months at least so the thumbnail, the thumbnail on this video, there's a timeline. I'm not sure what it actually is. Let's find out. Uh, Acolyte. I think it's next year. Mm. Well, no, probably the following year because uh, Skeleton Crew comes out in December, I believe. Uh, okay, my computer's frozen. Rock. Google Chrome has froze. <laughs> Uses too much RAM. The problem with Google Chrome is it's the only thing that opens half of the websites. How does that happen? How do you make a web browser and doesn't open <laughs> websites? Just answer me that. Am uh, I wrong? 
<laughs> find out. Use use uh what is it, Microsoft Edge or something. <laughs> late 2023 is the expected release date of the Acolyte, so yeah. late next year. Skeleton Crew, I think, is shooting now. It's also late. Skeleton Crew is reportedly going to tie in a lot to Mandalorian Season 4 and possibly Ahsoka. I love that. I know Acolyte's not going to. Acolyte doesn't have to. Andor doesn't have to, but I love that they kind of have their shared universe there because it is Star Wars, and Star Wars is a shared universe. At the end of the day, they all connect. What What are you... Are, are you are more we excited a... for Acolyte? Hmm? Lag. Are we assuming then? Yeah, are we assuming that uh, Skeleton Crew is like taking the spot of uh, of Rangers of the New Republic? I I don't know if it's taking the spot. It might be taking. I mean, maybe in. I don't think story wise, but I think maybe filming wise. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe. Yeah. yeah because like, well, this is too long, and it's John. Yeah, but it's John Watson. There's kids involved. Like it's about kids or something. So I don't know. I'm curious. I the thing that that intrigues me a lot about it is it's it's so like this what they're doing with Mando and Boba Fett and I guess to a degree Obi Wan but not quite more Obi Wan Boba Fett Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew are they're all going to kind of connect? But we know the outcome of like everything, right? Because of the sequel trilogy. And I'm just curious how they're going to handle that and what the story is going to be because it has to be something engaging enough, engaging enough for us to stick around to. But also they can't be like, well, there's a hundred thousand Jedi out there now because of Luke's temple. Not all of them got killed. Like something has to give. And I'm wondering if they're building towards the sequel trilogy. Like we kind of got that in Mandalorian season two, right? Where we saw Snoke and they were trying to get Grogu. Are they building? Like, is that and I'm not saying that's the purpose of these shows, but is that kind of like their goal is to kind of what Clone Wars did and Filoni connection would obviously be there, but are they doing what Clone Wars did with the prequels and kind of fleshing things out and bring you to the, where you need to go? That is, that is what I'm, I'm trying to figure out because I don't know what the kid aspect of the skeleton crew is. Are they, I think, are they Jedi kids? Like, do they have force powers? If so, are they going to wind up with Luke? Are they all going to get killed? <laughs> By the time we're at mm. the Force Awakens, which isn't even a bad thing, uh, story-wise, because younglings died in the prequels, never forget. So I'm just trying. I, I just that's one thing that it does not keep me up at night, but it's something that I'm thinking about. I'm like, what is the trajectory of these shows? Yeah, hard to say. I mean, until we see some real trailers or something. I mean. Ahsoka can could come. Oh, well, Mando's first, right? Mando season three's first. Those That's things March come 1st. out. And, yeah, March first. So it's like, yeah, like a lot of things could change. Look what last two or three episodes of Book of Boba Fett did for the Mandoverse in general. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely true. Like it takes half an episode for them to get to where they need where they want the stories to go and that's i, lo I love it i love the accolades accolades gonna be eight episodes how do you feel about that anything um i'm all for it i don't try to get to obviously if i like something i'm like oh i want the most episodes you can make but if like that's what you need to tell a story then great because what was andor 10 or 11 episodes or 12 12 12 12. Yeah, so it's like, 
but like andor is a very interesting way of telling a story as well so it's like yeah andor um, i think i don't think boba fett needed to go anywhere it was seven it did not need to go and i loved it but i don't think it needed to go any longer like it ended at the right time yeah um i've never felt like the mando as much as i've wanted more mando i've never felt like the seasons have been cut short i just feel like oh man i, I keep watching it so it just and I think like with this show, it's like it's eight episodes, not because there was a mandate for it to be eight episodes. I think it's because they were like, this is going to be eight episodes. That's it. Like I read that uh, She-Hulk was supposed to be more, a couple more episodes, and they're like, no, we just need this man. So as long as it's up to like the showrunners and the people making the decisions, and they're not mandated to make twenty-four episode seasons. I'm okay with whatever they give me. I mean, like at the end of the day, I'm going to want it to keep like, and or it's like, well, that sucks. You know, I, I want it to keep going and it was 12. It's the most we've ever gotten. That's just how it's going to be. I want more star Wars. I'm greedy like that, but I'm not going to complain. Yeah. If, if they only need eight episodes to tell their season, then do eight episodes. Don't give me 12 yeah. and three of them be bogus. Right. And one like filler and because no one complained about it, filler and Andor at all. Yeah, like I'm all for if your show is good and it's eight episodes or 14 episodes or two episodes, if it's good and and I want to rewatch it like Andor, I'm in. It can be whatever it is. Tales of the Jedi technically watched all the way through twice. Like, <laughs> that's have a little you watched easier Andor to do yet? Than a, have I watched Andor? Like, I rewatched it. I've yeah. watched about half of it again because I was watching with Rehan. Wow. Yeah, so I'm just past the 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 when they steal the all the the monies. Like there's the episode right after that, so that's like episode seven or eight. So yeah, almost the entire series. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like it's uh, it's a it's beautifully shot. So yeah. It's really beautifully shot, and I think that's again, though. You know, I, I said this because I'm like, oh man, I love the way it looks, and then I watched uh, the, some of Book of Boba Fett, and it doesn't look as nice, and the only one doesn't look as nice, but it didn't ruin my rewatch of those at all. You know, like it was like I accepted them as something different, and I didn't even I didn't even think of how it looked when I was watching it, but then you go to Andor, and Andor is just so nice looking that you can't not acknowledge how nice looking it is i don't think accolade's gonna look as nice as andor and i'm not saying that to be pessimistic i'm saying that because i think it's gonna have it's gonna have a different look than all of them but i don't think it's gonna look as nice as andor i mean so i mean to some people subjectively some people might think it looks better but i don't think it's going to have that gritty shallow focus feel that we got from andor yeah yeah but you know it's if that's not the vision for it, then yeah, like it's, uh, I don't know. It's like, I'm, I'm down for whatever. It's exciting. It's like, though, I mean, and or I've talked to a lot of different people that are like, I don't know. I just can't get into it. And I'm like, yeah, it's understandable, yep. but it's just like, but uh, I think it's the move in the right direction. We've said it over and over and over again. So um, I don't know, uh, but accolade. I'm very excited. Like these pictures alone just make me super excited. <laughs> I think if you make Acolyte look like Andor, the people that don't like Andor are going to be all in on Acolyte. Because I think, like you said with Andor, because you just said something in interesting that I want to talk about, because we're going to do a video with Fantasia 
by the end of the year called uh, like the, it's been the five years since the last Jedi. Like five years ago, we were gearing up to see this movie. We were talking about, it, we were hyped, and it's been a it's been a wild ride in the past five years for Star Wars. But remember when it ended? Then like the next podcast we did, you're like James, it's the Star Wars Renaissance. We were at the <laughs> and everyone's like Star Wars is going to change. This movie changes everything. And then J.J. Uh, Abrams said, uh, ah, 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 ah. and we kind of, and they kind of like went back, right? Like it didn't do what I think the last, the one thing the last Jedi set up, never, nothing ever followed through on. I, I, I yeah. Guess. And then Mando came, and Mando changed a lot uh, technically. And now, Andor, you're saying what you're saying is basically what you said for Last Jedi. Like there's a new way of doing it, and the Andor numbers aren't reportedly what, you know, Mando numbers have been. So it's like, are we going to get, are they just going to go back to what they're doing? But I think with streaming, the cost isn't the same. And, and I think it's funny though, that, it, that it's been five years. And in five years, we went from the Star Wars movie that was going to change everything to the Star Wars show that's going to change everything. And, and, you know, maybe to some degree, the last Jedi paved the way for Andor. And being, you know, telling them to tell something a little bit different. But ultimately, it was the Darth Vader hallway scene that let Andor become a thing because that's why everybody loves Rogue One so much. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's interesting. Like, you know, you compare like the movies to the Disney Plus era where it's like, even if you want to say Andor is making the real first jab at it, like Mando has made strides, you know? So it's like, it's it's wild thinking about what we went through when we just had movies. Now we have shows where it's like we're getting a lot more content there, and it's like yeah, maybe everyone doesn't like everything, but like it's just a totally different thing. It's like I I I, I often wonder what it would have been like if it had been flipped that they did Star Wars series before they did a new series Star Wars movie series. Like I don't know, like. I don't think it would be any different. I think it would just be like, I don't know. I think, you know, I know Book of Boba Fett wasn't received well by anybody mm. but me, but it's still, I think when you look at it, whether you like it or not, I, I think what they're doing with Man, the Mandoverse, as they call it, is I think what George Lucas would have loved, where you can create this whole universe it's kind of like the simpsons did it in one show but it's been on for 40 freaking years whereas like they've created a world now and everything connects and and i know some people are complaining because they shouldn't connect but everything's always connected in star wars it's ultimately it's got to be an intimate story for us to be engaged in and i think i think they're doing a good job and i think you know book of boba fett whatever you think of it 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 it, re, it was part of the mandoverse but reunited grogu and 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 uh, Mando to get us to Mandalorian season three. And then I did whatever it did with Boba Fett, you know, whether I don't know how it's going to, whatever that end result of that, of that series with him liberating Tatooine, is going to have an impact on him as a character going forward. Whatever that is, I don't know what they're going to do with it, but so there's a purpose, I think. And then skeleton crew and Ahsoka, like Thrawn, like, like is Thrawn going to be the big bad, that these shows are all kind of coming together. And, and is Moff Gideon, like is Moff Gideon even a part of Thrawn? Unknowingly, maybe now, but maybe he doesn't like Thrawn, doesn't want Thrawn in the picture. Maybe Thrawn knows that Shivi P is coming back. 
uh, last week because Thrawn's gone, Ezra's gone. Reportedly, they're all coming back in the Ahsoka show. So, like, is Thrawn? Are, are all roads in the Mandoverse leading to Thrawn? Good question. Yeah. Going on what we've gotten from Mandalorian and I guess Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett, it's like, I feel like the tra- trajectory is like for that story is to be possibly reuniting the Mandalorians on a pl- their own planet again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. it's like, like Ahsoka's like, where's General Thrawn or whatever. So you're like, okay, that's where her show is going to go. But like, you can't, I mean, you can, you can enter, you can introduce that character and do nothing with it if you wanted to. A Star Wars fans would like freak out, but who cares? <laughs> you know, like it's like make your own thing, you know? So I don't know. It's hard to call. It would be very interesting because like I would hope that's sort of the idea of having all these shows kind of connect, not in the like, oh, I referenced this, but like having characters crossing over like this, having a running story that like that they would do something. So it, the villains interacting in some way would be interesting because I don't know. It's, it's funny because like the empire is so big. You see it in Andor a lot, right? Cause all these people that are like villains, there's like sm- all these little villains everywhere and they're not really interacting because they're in so many different planets. So it's like, who was the villain of Andor? It's like, you could say this person and this person and this person and this person. Like, so it, they could get away with not having any of the villains interact and just have the main characters fight each one individually or separately. I, I don't know. It's, it's, I could be down. Like, I feel like the, the people of star Wars or Lucasfilm, like they're like Thrawn is a big deal to fans. So like, let's do him right. So I don't know. Yeah. Cause that was a Little now, obviously, it was a, a an animated show friend that kind of spiraled into amazing Star Wars show that adults got on board with. So I understand that, but I think you know you could do Thrawn right, and he is a everyone but Andrew Fantasia loves Thrawn from what I know. So you could bring him in, you could make him intriguing for for audiences that aren't familiar with him who never read books who obviously didn't watch Rebels. Yeah, and then you can um and then and then. The, the only thing is, is like, yeah, do you bring him in just for the Ahsoka show? What's the point? Or do you make him something bigger? Because I thought with you, like, it was so something was going to happen with all the um, with all the Mandalorians are all going to come together, blah blah blah. But something something's coming up this season with Mandal the Mandalorians, and it wouldn't surprise me if we got that storyline like out of the way sooner than later to continue. But then Giancarlo Esposito did say that Mandalorian was meant to be like four seasons. That's never really been confirmed as far as I know, but that's what he kind of let slip at one point. So who knows, maybe they'll do this season, then it'll end next season and, and Mando will just kind of appear in other people's shows. And then Pedro Pascal just has to show up and do a voice in a booth while he's shooting the last of us or whatever. Yeah. We'll see. I, I think though Thrawn is going to be a looming threat over various shows. Yeah, I think you're right, and it'd be it'd be silly not to do something like that. Uh, yeah, I I do hope that when these sh- stories cross over more, 
that it's not just a focus on the, the Mando story, right? I, I guess like he is the center of that universe, but like it would be nice if it was like this story and this story interact in this way and like occasionally they'll like, cross over, but like they, it doesn't like what happens in Ahsoka isn't a result of what like the the the, the culmination of something in Mandalorian, right? So well, I but, think Boba Fett should have been called the Mandalorian colon book of Boba. Like, <laughs> yeah, it should have yeah, just yeah. been this is a spin off, like because it it clearly was just a side story in the Mandalorian, right? And and when yeah. you watch the behind the scenes, they make it like Fowler's like, well, I love the Mandalorians, right? Like they should have it should have been like when they start had like the Star Wars story, right? They should have just been a Mandalorian story. Like it should have been in there. That way, but I think they also didn't want you to know that Mando was showing up. I can't remember if it was a surprise or not. Yeah. So that could be why you don't do it. But I think if they would have labeled it as the side story that it is, it might not have been beloved, but it might have been uh, people might have been a little bit more into it when Mandalorian took over two episodes of the show. It's almost like, you know, Star Wars and like renaming it a new hope so you understood that star wars is the whole series but like these are the chapters so it's like i don't know what you would call it you you wouldn't want to call it mandalorian perhaps maybe you would call it like uh like the outer rim tales or something colon a mandalorian colon the book of boba fett and then like at the end you're like oh that's cool i understand what why it's all a thing right now so but it's 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 funny. It's like it's like they put this one idea, and then they're like, "Oh, what if we did this?" Like it's, I don't hate it. Yeah. It is what it is. You let the project evolve on its own. But it's just like, I'm, yeah. I, I just I think Boca Boba would have been received again. People would have had issues. I think with the character, how they use the character. But I just think the overall what it was. But because it, and watching it, 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 even when Mando wasn't in it, it still felt like it was in the Mandalorian yeah. universe. Like it, it really felt like you were still watching the Mandalorian. So you're right. It, maybe rename it that and just, because the Mandalverse, if Skeleton Crew is going to connect in Ahsoka, I guess Ahsoka, but again, if Mando shows up in Ahsoka, who knows? So I just think if you would label it Mandalverse, whatever you want to, your cute little title to be your Skywalker saga, your Mando saga, whatever, throw that on there, let us know it and then move on for, and then move on. Let the accolade be your high Republic saga or whatever, your Jedi Republic saga, whatever you want to call it. And then, and, or it could be a rogue one saga. They don't have yeah. to be names, but if you're going to connect, if you're going to keep connecting, like Andor has, I believe no intention of having spinoffs. Like I'm just pretty sure they're like these characters are on these shows, and that's gonna be, which is fine, completely fine. But if you're going to keep expanding, then yeah, it might be have a subtitle in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Like I think you need to give a map for a lot of these things, you know. So yeah, well, they make it up on the fly. Yeah, yeah. I bet but you they do I... a good job of making it up. If like after Andor, they're like, oh, I wish we could put Stellan Skarsgård in one of the movies in some capacity, but like I think that ship has sailed. Yo, I mean, I guess it depends on how fast he dies in the second season and what mm-hmm. year he dies. Because then they can be like, we're gonna go back, we're gonna make a movie that takes me three years before, just before he dies, then the movie's gonna be about him and Han Solo. <laughs> but here's a question: What if, what if, um, 
what if uh, John Favreau is like, you know, I really like this character from Andor, and they don't kill that character off. Can they pull him into the Mando or her into the Mandoverse? Like, are they do they have free reign to use those characters and survive? I don't think many are going to survive. Obviously, like my thing now is, and I know they're not going to do it because it's a different actress, perhaps, but Mon Mothma was sorely mishandled in the novels. She was brilliantly handled in Andor, but she's been maybe it's changed. I haven't read the novels, like a lot of the new novels, and I haven't read any of the like I don't even know if they made them anymore. But when the new novels came out, like the aftermath, it was like Mon Mothma's sick. I'm like, what? Are they killing Mon Mothma? No, she's just ill, and that's why she's not here. Like, this is stupid. And now you've got Mon Mothma, and she's kicking, like, she's really good. The actress playing her is really good. She looks like the Return of the Jedi actress. Can you can you throw her in like the Mandoverse and just age her up a bit? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because because whatever like, she's sick was the it was every time I read it, Brock, I hated every ounce of like I just couldn't stand it. I'm like, then don't even mention her. Just be like she retired. That's way better. And so I hope I kind of want her to because because they made her so intriguing, but I also don't want them to mishandle her in the future ones either. But I would like to see her character continue on after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. I, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> this is the problem where like, we want to kind of exist in the Skywalker saga still, but you run into issues of like, what character can we add on and how can we, well, it's like this movie was made 40 years ago and this movie was made 20 years ago and this movie yeah. was made in the last 10 years. Like, it's like it, it, you need to somewhat start from scratch, but like it could still exist in its own thing, maybe. I don't know. I think that was why I'm not gonna harp on it, but that was why I think ultimately, with when it came to The Force Awakens, I was kind of it was kind of it was it's a lot of fun to watch, but when you look back on it, it kind of failed in that it just kind of because it just used. A New Hope as its blueprint. I kind of, and I said this, I would have been fine if we didn't get Luke, Khan, and like, like, I didn't care. Like, I mean, obviously I want them in there, but I didn't care. I didn't want it to be about them. I wanted these new characters who looked intriguing to me. And I kind of wish they just went on their own Willow journey. Like a new, I haven't seen Willow, but I'm guessing they go on a new journey. Like, you know what I mean? Like just a new adventure. Screw the path. Like just go on this new adventure. Forget what came before. And, and I think that's where, I think that's where the movies are struggling right now is, is they need to just go on a new adventure don't handcuff yourself with a but it has to be three or four or five or one just make the movie and be like john favreau made the mandalorian i don't think when he wrote the first episode of mandalorian he book a boba fett skeleton crew uh republic here whatever it was called like i don't think that was on his mind when he started it at some point it obviously hit him and i think that's where the movies have to go is they have to just have faith in what they're doing. Let the characters tell the story, have a villain, figure out what the plot is and then go from there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. You want, you want to go to the odds? Let's do it. Successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,700. Never tell me the odds. Never. <laughs> Never tell me Did the odds. Did that play at all? It played. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs>
Never tell me the odds brought to you and me by patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. If you like what we do, support us, go on down to patreon.com and help us out because our internet works sometimes and we get we need that hey microsoft edge money Uh, i bet you Streamyard doesn't even work on microsoft edge (laughs) i remember side akbar brock aaron was trying to do something like two years ago on microsoft edge and it would not work and i said what are you doing like who uses my microsoft (laughs) go to google and the minute she went to google chrome it worked fine and so uh, unless you're using Google Chrome, but you Google Chrome uses too much memory. It's a conundrum. It's a catch twenty two. You're mm-hmm. damned if you do, damned if you do. Thank you, Patreons, for all of your support. <laughs> and thank you to the following people: Heidi Feder, executive producer; Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis. Dale Erdman, Girls with Sabres, and the Dead of Nerds. Thank you all for all of your support. It means a lot to us. And uh, one day Brock will buy Microsoft Edge from Bill Gates, and you'll be able to use Facebook Live on it like you should. One day. All right, first odd today. Oh, we should mention during the Christmas, like December 26th to January 1st, we're going to have all shows, Brock. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk Last Jedi. Heidi's going to be on some of them. We're gonna have Disney Desi on one, Phil Staniford. It's gonna be a good time, a lot of good time, a lot of a lot of fun talks. Pete Fletcher's gonna join us to talk Andor season two. It's gonna be a good time, Brock. If we could figure out when to record these things, but it's gonna be a great time. <laughs> a great time. All right, here we go. Uh will Ahsoka be groundbreaking? I never tell me the odds. Ahsoka will be groundbreaking. Kind of like Andor. It's gonna be like, oh, I wasn't expecting that, and it's gonna blow the lids off of everything. I I feel like Andor is gonna like surprise me in the sense of like oh look at this this is like legit from a cartoon put into life I think Ahsoka, I think I'll be Ahsoka. Ahsoka yeah 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 sorry yeah like from Rebels to Ahsoka and it's like and I think like that'll blindsight me we're like yeah this is amazing uh but who is directing Ahsoka I can't even remember they haven't announced it but Filoni's a showrunner right and I think okay, he wrote so- them all cool uh, i'm gonna go 60 percent on this i don't know i mean wow. I'm, I'm psyched for ahsoka but like i don't know groundbreaking yeah i don't think it's gonna be groundbreaking i'm gonna go 37 percent. i kind of hope it is though i hope people are like what just happened and like yeah. it blows their minds. but i think it's gonna be more par for the course not in a negative way but it's gonna take us places and obviously if it brings in thrawn and brings in new threats and the problem with Thrawn is we know he's not around by the time we get to the, the sequels. So there, something's got, I mean, the, the reality is though, is there's 19, between Mando and there's what, 10 to 12 years somewhere we got to play with still. So you could have a big, huge threat somewhere in there that they're able to thwart before CVP makes his triumphant return. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yada, 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 something, something like dark side. So I'm going to go 37% on that. Our next uh, B2 Emo will be in the next Lego special. <laughs> a lot of thought went into this one. Oh, Alexa just was like, what did you mention me? No, it's B2 Emo. <laughs> um, 
I think so, but I'm just like I'm caught up on like what would he look like in Lego form? I'm like, might He's not look boxy. great. He fits. He's kind of boxy. I don't know. It's just yeah. Uh, but what do I know? Um, oh wow, they're all directing. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm gonna go. Set... No, you know what? I'm gonna go low. Forty five percent. I'm going to go 77%. I think people love that droid and Lego, unless Lego's not allowed to touch Andor, which possible. Uh, I think I think they know what people like. They threw Grogu and Mando in the holiday special last year when, like, you know, no turnaround time on that. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go fairly, I'm going to go 70 whatever percent. Um, nice. The Guardians of the Galaxy will make a cameo. <laughs> uh, and our final out. So yeah, I think he's gonna show up because they just they're they're on the pulse of pop culture. And our final Mando season three will feature Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and another character from either prequels or Clone Wars that has yet to be in live action. Oh, interesting. Um... Or or sorry, when I say that, I mean because obviously Bo Katan, like it's someone that we've never seen on these shows before. Right. Uh, if Filoni's in, is still involved in everything, which I don't see him not being involved, is uh, I'm gonna go like ninety five percent. Like it's just it's. I feel like this whole series is based on how can we pull things from one of my cartoons. I, I honestly, I I think it's high, and I think it's gonna be Hera. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's gonna be because he's directing uh, one of the episodes, like episode four or five or something. He's directing that episode, and everything he's directed. The, he directed the first one where we met Grogu, then he directed the Ahsoka episodes. So I just think, obviously, Ahsoka would probably show up in his, but I, I could see, uh, yeah, I could see Hera because Hera's in the Ahsoka show, right? It's gonna be played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Win Winstead, I believe. So. I, I, I do. I, I think Kara's going to show up in Mando season three, and that's going to be how we meet her when we go into the next show. I could be wrong, but that's that's mine. So, uh, did I give an odds? Uh, I'm going to go 67.8%. Lower than you think based on how much I sold it, but I'm going to go too. Uh, and uh, and Heidi Heidi wants uh, Omega. She wanks Omega in season two of Book of Boba Fett. Heidi Omega. Omega. <laughs> And, and, and do you have the news? I do. Well, you know what that means. It's time for hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow news. Da da da. Okay, bye. Da, <laughs> da, da, da. Hollow news. Da, da, da. Hollow news. The news you need to know right now. The makers of Star Wars series Andor have described filming in Scotland as a highlight of the show's on-location shooting, specifically the. Scenes for episode six, The Eye, were filmed in and around the Crookend, sorry, pronunciation, hydroelectric scheme near Dalmali in Argyle. Production designer Luke Hull said the renewable energy site, with its dam and underground power station, had given the makers of Disney series the look they had been inspiring to capture. He had, if you look at the dam, it looks like Darth Vader's mask. Crookend was opened in 1965 and it involves a three. Well, 316 meter 
46 meter long dam and it's a power station housed within a huge cavern dug outside the out in, inside the mountain Ben Kruchen and gives the hydroelectric scheme its nickname Hollow Mountain. So if you want to go see that place, you can. I don't know how accessible by the public it is, but it exists. It's not fake. It's a real thing. Um, also, Hasbro dropped a huge wave, wave of new Black Series and Vintage Collection collectibles in celebration of Star Wars Day, a.k.a. May the 4th, 2022. One of the highlights was the Black Series Obi-Wan Kenobi Force FX Elite Lightsaber, which is based on the elegant weapon featured in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney+. Plus. It launched with an eye-popping price of $278.99, but you can score a 6% discount to $261.36 on Amazon right now, I believe. That's all on the an all-time low price. It was originally slated to arrive June, January 1st, 2023, but began shipping in November on Amazon, so you have time to get it before the holidays. And while you're at it, make sure to check out the new Luke Skywalker Force FX Elite lightsaber that debuted back in October. It's also available for pre-order on Amazon for $278.99. While some of the Star Wars Black Series Holiday 22 figures are in stock now for those who are interested. And as we already talked about, <laughs> just Google or Microsoft Edge or Bing, whatever, Yahoo. Just put in the Acolyte and you will see these wonderful pictures that we have been Gushing overall episode, and this has been your hollow news. Yay! Great news. Yeah. Have you bought uh, Have you bought uh, Reham the R two R two Tamagotchi yet? <laughs> I actually looked at that on uh, Amazon. I was like, oh, Is it like- too expensive? It's a little too expensive. It's I right, mean, yeah. Because I was gonna buy it as a joke for Aaron, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's not joke price. Because <laughs> it was like sixty bucks or something. Or am I crazy? Was it like fifty or something? I think it's fifty, forty-five. It's we're in Canada, so everything is a hundred times more than what you guys are on the chat talking about, probably. <sighs> but for something that's just you know dot matrix like animation, like I know that's the whole Tamagotchi vibe, but like, come on, go. Oh, I hit a button on my keyboard, and it's just you. Okay. Hot keys. Hot right. keys. Right. Hot keys. All right, top five. Yeah, no, if it goes down in price, I'll buy it as a, as a joke, but I I don't $50. I don't yeah. know. I've never had a Tamagot. I don't even know what they yeah, do. Neither. I don't think my sister's ever had one. Uh, anyway, whatever. <laughs> All right, top five Star Wars things we are excited about in 2023. Mine's just a list of shows, basically. Yeah, yeah. Ahsoka, Ahsoka is my number five. You think it might be higher on my list, but it's not. It's my number five. If Hera shows up in Mando season three, it might be my it might, but it's right now it's five. Uh my number five is gonna be Skeleton Crew. It sounds fun, but I'm not quite sure what it's about yet, so it can't be higher. So yeah. That's why it's my number four. Because it's Jude Law, it's kids, it's John Watts, and it's in the Mandoverse. So it's my number four because Ahsoka I know more about than Skeleton Crew. So I'm a touch more excited for Scott. Plus, it's coming out at, at in December, I think. Like it's late. Like I like Star Wars at this time of the year. Not Andor, I don't think I would have. But the, like I like like Mando when it came out at this time. I, I enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward to that one. It's my number four. Nice. My number four is 
totally gonna screw up the title, but Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the sequel to Ooh. Fallen Order. Like it just got leaked that like the I forgot about it in March or May or whatever. Yeah. And they had a whole bunch of like, this is what you get if you buy this one and this yeah. one. Um, should be cool. Like that. I I don't know if I'm gonna buy it. That's why it's so low because I just haven't really played anything but my Nintendo Switch. So if it comes out for Nintendo Switch, I am absolutely gonna get it. But uh, that 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 first game was so good. Like the cinematics in it are just like, if you don't want to play the game, just watch all of it on YouTube. It's next level. So I I uh, yeah. I don't know if it's on because I only have a PS4. Uh, I don't have a five or the Xbox Series S two for whatever it's called. I have a Switch. I have a PS4, um, and I don't know if it's coming out on those. I don't know. They seem video games seem to only want to be on the new consoles now. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know if I'll get a chance to because I'm not spending nine hundred dollars on a PlayStation Five either. Like. F- you think the Tam? I I can't spend fifty bucks on a Tamagotchi. I'm spending nine hundred on a PlayStation. Get out of my face. Um, my number three is Acolyte. These pictures got me even more excited. <laughs> number two, I don't even know if it makes sense. Uh, this should be probably higher, but Acolyte's got me all excited. I'm really like the story. It sounds like more than Mando, more than Andor. It sounds like something that I am all in on. Like yeah. the story itself is like excites me. Because Star Wars is about Jedi. Uh, but I haven't seen enough to really... I mean, now I wrote this list before I saw the pictures. But, like, I'm very excited. I just I want to see what it's going to look like visually, the, cin- the cinematography of it. Uh, but I'm very excited for Acolyte. Uh, my number three is Acolyte, too, because I'm just... You know me. I've been liking this High Republic thing, so I'm very, very excited. And these pictures are like, whoa, cool. So I'm in. My number two is some sort of surprise announcement. <laughs> you know it's coming. We're going to get something at some point between January and December 31st, and we're going to be like, like Book of Boba Fett. What, come on. That was the best announcement Star Wars has ever had. Oh, right? yeah. Mando, Mando ends, and I was like, what? Like, we all <laughs> had the same reaction. I'm not saying it's going to announce something that we're all going to love. I'm just saying some sort of announcement is going to hit us, and it's going to make us excited. And that's anyone. And next year we should roll this tape back next year at this time when I'm wrong and they didn't announce anything. But that's my number two. <laughs> uh, my number two. I'm assuming this is this upcoming year, but uh, Ahsoka. Like, cannot wait. Like, I love Rebels, so yeah, I'm all in on Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah no, I. Uh, but yeah, it's and it's Filoni. Although I think. Yeah. I'm hoping it. I'm hoping it's it's as good as the groundbreaking odd that we just had. And my number one is uh, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't, Brock. So I'm going with Mando season three because Damn. Mando Mando don't fail. <laughs> I mean, that's the story. <laughs> like we want to continue that story, <laughs> so it's like, yep. And it's like, yeah, and whatever, like. Even though Grogu has decided to go with Mando, I don't think we haven't seen the end of Luke or any some kind of like Jedi connection. So, pew. 
Dale Erdman is saying that Jude Law is a pretty name, but he can't think of any movies that he's in. He hasn't watched any of what he is he in. He is in The Holiday, Dale. The Holiday <laughs> with Kate Winslet, Jack Black, and Jude Law. And I'm telling he's, you right now, Jack Black crushes it in The Holiday. He, he's crushes in it. Sky Captain in the day, the world of tomorrow. <laughs> the world of tomorrow, all uh, shot on green screen. He's in the Young Pope. Um, he's in oh, what's that movie where Natalie Portman has pink hair? Uh, oh, uh, oh closer, closer, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the holiday. I've, I've heard so many people talk about closer on like different media but it's only because it's like some like reference to natalie portman's pink hair that's it nobody knows didn't, anything else about that movie <laughs> didn't uh yeah he was in the remake of alfie and he wasn't alfie was he yeah yeah uh he's been in a lot but the holiday if you haven't watched it i haven't watched it this year yet but jack black brock have you seen the holiday oh yeah jack black i went i saw it in the theater <laughs> jack black is like He's a top tier actor. He's like, I don't know. He needs to. He's gonna crush this Bowser. I don't know. Oh, that probably that Mario trailer. Whoa, dude! I see people complaining about it. I'm like, do you do you like Mario, bro? Like, if, like, like perfection. The subtle reference in the beginning where he's fighting Donkey Kong to like the original Donkey Kong game. I'm like, oh, they get it. And like, yeah. Like, I know we've seen this a million times before in movies, but w- when Luigi and Mario are, like, flying through that weird wormhole yeah. tube, whatever it is, I don't know, and Luigi's like, Mario! And, he's and like, Mario looks like he's like, I don't know what's happening. And then they grab hands. I'm like, tears. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> brothers. <laughs> I was like, like, I love that there's has a training circuit with like all like the original game is a training. I'm like, this is like, and then he stands on the one thing that fall, like, the the raccoon, like everything about it. I'm like, this is Mario Brothers. This is everything. If I was 10 yeah. years old, if this came out when the Bob, Bob Hoskins one came, which I love by the way, and I own it on DVD. If it came out then though, I would have been like, I probably would have melted. Like I don't know if I would have survived because it it just it, like everything about it is Mario Brothers, Smash Brothers, like you said, the original Donkey Kong, like Mario, Mario Kart, Kart is in there. Yeah. I'm sure Mario and Party people is in are there comp- somehow. I've seen people are complaining that Pr- Princess Peach is like an action hero, but I'm like Mario Two, she does it. 3D World, she does. Like she's been yeah. playable. She has her own game with <laughs> Super Mario Two. <laughs> yeah, like way back then. And but like, so my only thing was I was talking to my sister who's a big Luigi fan before the, these trailers, and I was like, well, you know, Luigi's the one getting captured, and of course, but I have a feeling, Brock. Before we end this, that there will be a point where Princess Peach is captured by Bowser. And at some point in the movie, there will be a gag that your princess is in another castle. Because you can't tell oh, me yeah. that they've gone through all of these bits and that won't be in there. Because Mario 3, I remember when Mario 3 did that bull crap at the end when you beat the game. And Peach is crying, or she's Toadstool back then. She's crying. She goes, hey, Mario, your princess is in another castle. I got so mad. I threw my Nintendo. I almost broke my Nintendo. My mom was <laughs> not happy with me. It didn't break, luckily. But I was mad, and then they're like, "Just kidding, Tahiti." So they better do it in the movie Illumination. I just yeah. watched The Grinch, also by them. Fantastic. <laughs> nice. Like if they have a moment in this movie, it's not gonna ruin it. But if they have this moment in this movie that like 
like somebody like Mario's not there and one of the characters is like Mario is missing and then they all turn and look at, at the fourth yes. wall. I'll go see this movie twice. Like I will go like come on. Like th- th- watch that trailer and then go watch the Sonic trailer. It's the same idea where it's like we understand this is a ridiculous premise to make into a movie, so we're going to add yeah, of course. They're all mad because it's like, that doesn't sound like, you know, Charles Martinelli or what we thought the voices of all these characters were. Who cares? It looks awesome. <laughs> I got, like, the, the Chris Pratt thing, I'm over it because everyone's so awesome. But his voice, I kind of just, like, was like, whatever. It is what it is and got yeah. into it, didn't care. Charlie Day, I thought, was fantastic as Luigi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, as soon as I heard his casting, I'm like, that's Luigi. King of Michael Keith sounds like they're doing like a high pitch, like his voice is a little manipulated yeah, a little bit, but I still yeah. like that. Yeah. And I like Bowser's obviously great. Peach sounds really good. Uh, the, and Char- Charles Martinet does do a, like multiple voices. Oh, in yeah. He's like, he's in yeah. the movie. It's not like they, he's- it's not like they screwed him over. They're like, you can't sustain a two hour, hour and a half movie. Yeah. But, and I love that Chris Pratt is saying his iconic lines as well. But yeah. in like a movie, in a movie actor's voice, like I, that's what I, it reminded me of when I was a kid when I saw like Ninja Turtles. I'm like, this does not sound like my Ninja Turtles. Oh, but they say Cowabunga like adult. Like it made you feel a little bit bigger when when it's something. So I don't know how we turned into this, but uh, that trailer was that perfect. is phenomenal. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. That looks that so good. <laughs> great. All right, let's wrap it up. Boom. Uh, in that case, the next human movie should have him flying through rings. <laughs> the N64 game. That game was so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I think so the bad. Atari game, the Atari Superman game was also brutal as well. Not many great Superman games, which makes no sense because it should be the easiest character to turn into a great video game. Yeah. But here we are. All right, Brock, anything else you'd like to say today? No. Um. Yeah. Watch Willow. It's awesome. It's fun. I'm going, maybe I'll watch it this weekend. All right, everybody, thank you so much for watching. Give us a like and a subscribe. I'm James, he's Brock, and he was always scum. Rebel scum. Hey, guys, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.